Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned PhD. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Hey, hey, everybody. Well, I am excited to be with you today, and it is a gorgeous day. I tell you what, we were uh, making our way into the studio and being able to see the sun, you know, and feel it, it just made me realize it's a beautiful day. A lot of great things uh, taking place, and no matter what your situation may be, at the end of the day, you had another opportunity to open your eyes, and that's a blessing. That is a blessing. So today, we're going to be talking about the anatomy of a business plan. Do you have what it takes to succeed? And this is this is uh, near and dear to my heart because at the end of the day, when we talk about discovering the leader in you, it's all about equipping you for success. And some people may have a, a dream on the inside. Some people may feel like there's some things that I want to do in life and there are roadblocks that keep popping up or there may be some uncertainty that you may be dealing with. But at the end of the day, if you have a plan in place, there's really nothing that you cannot accomplish. You just have to work that plan, you know. So we're going to be talking about that today. And, you know, when you start thinking about the anatomy of a business plan and really understanding what it takes to succeed, a, a company or organization or entrepreneur endeavor will rise or fall based upon that plan. So no amount of goodwill or strong work ethic or even what some people like to call luck will help you if you don't have a solid business plan. Now, don't get me wrong. You can fight and scrape, you know, scrape by for a good while. But if you're going to excel and thrive, even in the lean months, you have to have a systematic business plan that serves to inform your decisions while charting a path for your success. And this business plan goes hand in hand with the strategic plan that we talked about last week. As a matter of fact, you know, you, you can't even really uh, go through the steps related to that strategic plan if you don't have a business plan in place. So, you know, it's one of those things. If you weren't with us last week, be sure to navigate over to the uh, jasoncarthen.com website and listen to the archive podcast show. You know, you'll be glad that you did because you'll have a systematic strategic plan in the process to really achieve your goals. But before you can get into all that, you have to have that business plan. So on today's show, we're going to discuss what you need relative to the outline of your plan. And in some respects, what you need, you know, whether or not it's products or services, uh, just a plan of attack. How do you move forward? You know, so I want you to sit back and enjoy the ride with one caveat. Make sure that you have a pen and some paper because we're going to be talking about some stuff today. And I want to remind you, this is an opportunity for you to call in or tweet your questions to me live. You can tweet them to me at Jason Carthen, or you can always just call into the show, uh, 1-888-281-1110, and get your questions answered. I mean, that's that's huge. You know, if you've been bumping into some things or you feel like, hey, my my marketing strategy, I'm not really sure where I need to be. This is your chance to call. So I'd love to hear from you. And if you have some questions based upon what I'm going to share with you today, 
related to the business plan, make sure you give us a call. Once again, that's 1-888-281-1110, or you can tweet your questions to me at Jason Carthen. Now, I want to remind everybody that the Jason Carthen Enterprises app is now on iTunes and, and the Google Play Store. So if you want to go deeper, if you have questions during the week or there's some resources that you may need, make sure you go out there and get that app. I think it's amazing. I'm a little biased. Of course, it's my app. <laughs> so, But at the end of the day, it really has some great tools. And, and you also will be connected with my success store. You'll be able to go in there and see some of the different products and and uh, engage on that level as well. We also have the um, how to develop effective time management skills coming up on August 22nd. You know, every month I do I Speak Life Academy workshop and these things are amazing. You get a ton of information, great content that you can use immediately in your business. And we're also in discussion about being able to provide CEUs for you going forward. And that's something that you definitely want to have we start talking about continuing education and everything related to that. So, all right. So without further ado, I want to talk to you a little bit about this whole idea of a business plan. And again, you know, if some of you have been toying with the idea of starting a business or if some of you are at the place where you feel like you may be, I don't know, listless or not floundering, but just kind of in a holding pattern. You know, you really need to be able to go back to your business plan and begin to assess where you may be falling short. Okay, and the reason why I say that is because that business plan, as I shared earlier, is really that thing that guides you. You know, it charts the path of the organization and really it provides a rudder during times of success or storms in the organization. And that rudder is going to give you direction. And sometimes if, if people, and I've seen it because people bring me into organizations and I'm able to help them to reach their goals by clarifying what they're trying to do with their business plan and, and what it's supposed to look like. So, you know, when you start asking what is a business plan and why is it so important, you know, one of these things that many organizations will not do. They will not plan effectively, whether it's uh, a corporation, whether it's an entrepreneurial endeavor, whether it's uh, churches. You know, I've gone into these entities and they're trying to figure out, OK, how do I move forward? Well, that's what the plan is right out the gate. You know, one of the first key steps and we're going to unpack these steps for you today. One of the first key steps is really the company's direction. You know, what is that company trying to do right now in the short term? What is your present situation? So we're going to talk about that in a, in a minute here, you know, but the people that I'm talking to today, you know, they are trying to figure out how do I even get started? You know, if you did not know what a business plan was before we came on today, you're certainly going to have a, a greater grasp of it uh, by the end of the show. But how do we get started? How do we move forward? Well, it goes back to what we had talked about last week. And, you know, I just had a, a, a beautiful uh, guest come into the show. My, my bride just came in the show. Hey, honey, how are you? Good, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. I'm excited. You know, well, I'm, I'm going to bounce some questions off of you today, too. She's smiling and looking at me <laughs> strangely. But one of the first things you want to do is go back to what we had talked about last week. You know, the vision the vision for the organization. And just as a recap, when we started talking about 
the idea of the vision for the organization, you know, it's related to the overall long term goal of what you want to see happen. You know, when you start looking at the whole idea of the vision and really what that's supposed to look like, uh, just the idea of, okay, the vision is the the overarching big time goal and idea of what you want to see happen long term for the organization. Now, the mission, that's how you're carrying this thing out on a daily basis. That's what's driving your interaction. That's driving the things that you want to see happen uh, for that organization. So when you start talking about this business plan, those are the things that are going to really feed into it. You know, we're going to unpack each one of those components here in a second. But one of the things that you also have to remember is that when you're working with other leaders in the organization, they have to have a voice about what this business plan looks like, all right? And it doesn't matter if, a, if it's a large organization or a small organization. Now, of course, if it's a large organization, there's a little bit more in terms of the people that you have to bring to the table that are gonna have a voice. Now, if it's a smaller venture, you know, it's one of those things where you have to then gain some valuable input from those that you trust if it's smaller. And if it's a nonprofit uh, or church-based endeavor, you know, then we, you have to work with a team of elders or board of directors, no matter what. You cannot work in a vacuum and believe that you have all the answers. You have to be informed in that way. So you have to be intentional in that respect. Honey, I see you over there looking. Do you have any thoughts or anything you want to share? I'm just taking everything in. Um, being an entrepreneur is hard business and uh, having those those leaders in place is very important. Um, I had no idea what a business plan was until we sat down and actually, you know, dissected it and revamped it and, and now we're putting it into action. So it's very important and I'm excited about today's topic. Yeah, and that, I think, you know, it's so funny that you share that because here's here's the reality, okay? My bride is, she's been a professional for quite some time in academia, uh, doing some great things in terms of helping others reach their goals. But you know what? When you have a business plan, this is getting down to the nitty gritty. And when she and I began to think about where we wanted to go and what it should look like, there's really multiple layers that you have to deal with. So one of the things that I want to do, let me just share with you just some of the initial components. I'm going to give you the outline. Hopefully you have your paper, you have a, a pencil, and you're ready to write. But let me give you the outline. So, And this may sound a little strange to you, but we're actually going to start with number two instead of number one. Number two is company direction, okay? Uh, number three is company overview, Product or service strategy is number four. Then we're going to talk about business operations, market analysis, marketing plan, financial summary. And then here's the interesting caveat. Number one, the one that we could not start with, is the executive summary. And there's a rationale why. At the end of the day, when you're putting together all these components that we're going to unpack here in a little bit, you have to put everything in place and then the executive summary is going to provide that overview and it's going to give you greater clarity around what you are actually presenting in terms of what this plan should look like. Okay. So that's something that, you know, you have to remember, you don't start off with the executive summary. 
<laughs> because all these things, all the pieces of the puzzle, you have to put in place first. So let's talk about company direction. All right. So if you have your uh, pen and, and paper handy, you know, one of the big things you have to remember, what is your present situation? Now, to everybody that's listening, if you're just getting started, your present situation, that would look like, well, okay, do we have enough working capital? Are we funded enough to be able to move forward? If you have been in existence for a while, then your present situation may be, hey, we can look back at last year and know that around the third or the fourth quarter, we are operating at a very high level. We have quite a bit of cash reserves. We're able to continue to move forward. So that company direction is going to be fueled by what is that present situation? Okay. Now, along with that present situation, what is that vision statement? Remember, we had talked about that. What is that thing that is guiding and driving our interactions, our ability to work with others, the desire to create our products, whatever it may be? Along with that, your mission statement. These are all things, hey, you're already ahead of the curve because we talked about this last week, but that's a component as well. So you have the present situation, you have the vision statement, you have the mission statement, and then along with that, you have goals and action steps. Honey, can you speak to the importance of the uh, goals and action steps? Those are things that you need to keep in front of you um, at all times so that you can measure where you're at with your business. And if you need to retweak or retool where you're at with those, um, I keep mine on post-it notes in front of me on a daily basis. Yes. <laughs> yes. My, my bride likes to keep post-it notes. I thought I was the only one like that, but she'll have a post-it note and you know, it's amazingly effective. Because she will say, hey, this is something I know I have to work on this week. Uh, these are some things that I have to target, you know, next week. And I don't know about you, but, you know, those of us, uh, even the people in our listening audience, if you need those visual cues, then let that uh, provide some clarity for you. That's the way you learn. That's the way you interact. That's the way you do things. So you may be a, a visual learner, and it gives you uh, a path to really walk. If you don't have that, it can be a little problematic because then you're trying to put out fires all the time and you don't really have guidance in that way. And that can make you feel like at the end of the day, what did I get done? Uh, what did I achieve? So let's recap because we're going to have to take a break here in a second. But we talked about the business plan outline. And one of the first things that we started with is the company direction. And that is comprised of the present situation, the vision statement, the mission statement, and then those goals and those action steps. And then last week, before we transitioned, we talked about that idea of having specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-sensitive goals. If you don't have goals that you can measure, here again, it's like my bride just talked about, you're kind of not going to have a path to walk on, and it's going to be hard to figure out exactly what you achieved at the end of the day. Honey, you want to take us to break? We'll be right back after these announcements. All right. Very good, everybody.
Welcome back, everybody. This is the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, and you are listening to Discover the Leader in You, where our sole purpose is to equip you to walk in your purpose, to give you what you need in order to be able to move forward. When we talk about discovering a leader in you, my bride and I, she's in the studio with me. Say hi, honey. Hey, everybody. You know, our big thing is just making sure that you get all that you need to be successful. And one of the key components before you can even move forward in doing that is making sure that you have a business plan. So we are talking about the anatomy of a business plan and do you have what it takes to succeed? And, you know, before we had transitioned, we were talking about the ideas of the company direction. And, you know, uh, Meridia had shared that making sure that you can have those goals in place, they allow you to chart a path and a course upon which you can walk and be successful. You also have greater clarity around potential things that you may bump into as well, because I'll give you an example. If you are uh, working on your goals and then all of a sudden you have some issues that uh, crop up, whether it's I don't know, lack of funding, uh, whether it may be a challenge in terms of maybe you projected that you would have uh, more income coming in a certain month. It didn't happen. You know, those are all things that when you look at those goals, now you can measure what took place. How can we better effectively deal with that the next time around? And so you're not uh, really just caught in a cycle of repeating the same thing over and over. So it's just so important. Then we also had talked about just that outline and what we're going to do. We're going to continue to give you that outline. Now, granted, everybody that's listening, you know, a business plan is something that takes place over a number of it can sometimes take a couple of weeks or more uh, to gain clarity while you're crafting this, depending on how much time you have to work on it. So, you know, it's one of those things that we're going to give you the outline today. And that's why it's called the anatomy of the business plan. You feel free to give my office a call. You can reach out to us, send me a message. If you want to dive into this even further, we'd love to be able to help you do that. But going back, you know, we had given you the overview, the company direction, company overview, product or service strategy, and put a little pin there. Uh, we'll come back to it. Business operations, market analysis, marketing plan, a financial summary, and then we're going to end with that executive summary, although it will be at the front of your uh, business plan. So when we start talking about company overview, I mean, it's just how it sounds, okay? And honey, I have a question for you after this part, but... When you start talking about an overview, it's company name, the actual legal business description, and you'd be surprised many people don't understand there are several types of businesses. You can have a limited liability uh, corporation. You can have an S-corp. You can have just a straight uh, corporation, and that way you can have a nonprofit. You can have a 501c3, a 501c6. So you have several <laughs> types of business descriptions, but when you start thinking about what's going to be best served for your company and this overview, these are the things that you have to think about. So we also have to talk about what is the current stage of development and the financial status. Many of us may want to start a company. We may want to do an entrepreneurial endeavor. But if you are underfunded, one of the first things they told me at the Harvard Business School is that, hey, if you do not have enough working capital, then you are going to be in trouble right out the gate. You have to make sure that your earnings are going to be above or outpace your burn rate. 
if you are burning through cash constantly and it is not uh, allowing you to do some of the things you need to do, then you're going to always be putting out fires. Now, M, let me ask you this. You know, when we start talking about the whole idea of a company overview, do you feel like there's a certain level of importance uh, that your company should really uh, ascribe to in terms of its name versus what it's doing? Does that make sense? It does make sense. And it totally, it it's like 110%. You can't have a name and not do what your name represents. For example, um, with our nonprofit, it's called the Leaders of Tomorrow Initiative. So our goal is to equip the next generation of society's leaders, not to equip the next generation of XYZ. You have to follow with what your title is uh, because it's who you are. It's your brand. So it, it's super important. And I just wanted to squeeze in here real quick before we dive back into everything. For those of you who are listening and you are currently working for somebody else, uh, I hope this gives you an opportunity to just uh, recognize the hard work that somebody else had to go through to get the company that you're working for. But if you're out there and you're trying to decide whether or not you should take a leap to start your own business, do not let any of this intimidate you. It's all doable and workable. Yes. And I'm not just saying this because he's my husband, but you couldn't have a better person breaking it down to you. Um, so I encourage you to take everything down. And if you don't get it all, remember, we'll have it available to you again on iTunes and reach out to our offices. We are here to help you guys. That's right. Yeah. And honey, you know, she always does a better job of saying it <laughs> than I do. But, you know, it can be a little overwhelming. I remember, and M, to your point, when I first got started, I was thinking, wow. This is a lot. I mean, you <laughs> you have to not only uh, carry out the mission and the vision of the organization, but you also have to be on very solid footing uh, when we're talking about things like this business plan and the whole idea of uh, the company name, the legal business description, the current stage of development and financial status, all that stuff can be a little intimidating. Now, you know, we're going to transition here in a moment, but a couple more things related to this company overview management. If it's just you, okay, that's fine for a season, but you also have to remember you need input. You need someone speaking into your life. I'm not saying a a board of governors or something like that, but you need someone that has a different uh, set of thoughts and opinions that really will help to inform you to move forward. Uh, So you also, if you are a nonprofit, you may need an advisory board. I know M has an advisory board. She's doing some things and uh, some people that are speaking into uh, our lives as we continue to move forward with the uh, mission that God has placed upon our heart. And so then also also the staffing and then strategic alliances. So we're going to pick this back up, but we want to transition. And M actually picked a song out today, and I'm going to put it on her, but I really like this song. And I think you're going to enjoy it. So listen up and then we'll unpack it when we come back from break. Wake up and smile. Cause it's been a while. It's been like a whole day since I stopped. So you could hold me. But this child awaits. Strong in the faith. Lord, you are the refuge. But I can't wait to get to Cause I can't let a day go Can't let a day go by Without thanking you For the joy that you bring to my life And
devil sings to rain all my dreams. It's not a big, not a big deal. Let it wash all the bugs off my windshield. Cause you're showing me that in you I'm free. And you're still the refuge that I've just got to get to. So I won't. Put the drop top down, turn it up, I'm ready to fly listening to Discover the Leader in You with my handsome husband, Dr. Jason Carthen, as your host. And today's topic is the anatomy of a business plan. Do you have what it takes to succeed? Before we went to break, we were talking about company overview and we segued it out with Jamie Grace, Beautiful Day. Just wanted to let you guys know that that song is what motivates me in the morning to do what I need to do. And it's just something we want to share with you guys uh, to find something that motivates you and inspires you to greatness. So we're going to continue on our topic, and I hope you guys are writing all this good stuff down. Yes, and I, and I tell you what, it's a lot of information. Uh, we were just talking to Derek. He's in the control room. And just the reality that, you know, this is not for the faint of heart. And the idea of, you know, asking, do you have what it takes to succeed? It's not... It's not a uh, thing where we're saying you don't have what it takes. We're saying, let me give you (laughs) the things that you're going to need to succeed. We want to make sure that you can actually uh, dot all the I's and cross all the T's. And, you know, it was amazing to come back from break and have my wife share that. And, you know, I think she may be taking over. She sounds a lot better than I do on the radio. So we may just, Derek, I don't see why you're smiling back there. (laughs) But our reality is that when we start talking about this company, Overview piece. We know that this is a lot of information, and I don't want to shortchange you. And we just we only have so much time uh, for the show. But one of the things that I really want to go back to is the management team piece. You know, when you have the company overview, you have to have the right people on the team. You know, I don't know how many times 
I've gone into organizations and there's a certain level of toxicity because of conflict. And typically the conflict is related to interpersonalities and people, uh, is that a word? Interpersonality? <laughs> okay, well, interpersonal interaction. It can run into some issues and typically it's on the management side. Honey, have you ever been in an organization and there's been some challenges with management? It's why I'm an entrepreneur now. <laughs> they're, they're called leeches where we come from, babe. When you have, you know, when you're working for somebody and there's just people on the team that do not want to embrace the vision of the mission and just take away from it. They just suck the life right out of the mission and the vision. And it's hard to even stay focused or to even stay, you know, self-motivated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be a challenge. And I don't know about you, but... I've been on orga- in organizations like that, and it can certainly be a challenge. So when you are talking about one of the key components of the business plan, that company overview, that management team is very important. I mean, you have to have the right people uh, on your team at that point. And then we had segued, and we also talked about if you're in a nonprofit uh, arena or if you're in a faith-based uh, setting and you have an advisory board uh, or board of directors, remember – uh, there's a distinction there as well with the advisory board. These are individuals that are coming alongside you really, as it sounds, to give you advice, give you feedback, input uh, in that way. And then when you have a board of directors, sometimes that can be a challenge if you don't have the right people uh, on your board, because sometimes you can have boards that you, you have people that have a good heart and they just want to serve, but they don't want to do some of the tough things that have to be done with the board. They don't want to do some of the heavy lifting. If you are an organization that needs to raise funds, then really the board uh, needs to help in that uh, capacity. And they have a certain level of responsibility in that way. And more of a corporate setting, you can have a board of governance. Uh, They're going to really make sure all things are being done properly, uh, decently and in order, as the word says. But then also they have a certain level of fiduciary responsibility uh, in that aspect as well. So, honey, what were you going to say? And also make sure that you have an outside support group, uh, your girlfriends, your buddies, what, whoever it is that you engage with that you can bounce ideas off of that's outside of the office. Even, your, even if you're an entrepreneur and you're working at things at home, um, I have my girlfriends that I go and have coffee with and we brainstorm and talk about our businesses and how we want to see each other succeed. Um, we're a bunch of women who want to see each other succeed. So we make sure that we stay and support each other in that way. So it's, it, it's very important to have an advisory board and a board of uh, directors and a board of governance. But sometimes when you're outside of work, you just want somebody to keep it real with you and, and bounce ideas off of. And so I encourage people to have a great support team and your friends, too. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's more of a holistic approach. You don't want to operate in a vacuum. I, I've said that before, even on other shows, you need that input. And the more you are able to connect with others, they have different life experiences, they have different management experiences, they can speak into that. And then also related to the company overview, and I know we're going fast, but stay with me, there's a staffing uh, component as well. If you are thinking it's just going to be you, then you are literally shooting yourself in the foot right out the gate. You need to have a staffing plan that needs to be written into your company overview as a component of your business plan. Let me tell you why. And Em, I see you over there shaking your head. But with the staffing piece, uh, you have individuals that bring other skill sets to your organization. 
they are going to be able to do things that you cannot do. I'll just give you a great example. Uh, months ago, we had Earl Airy on, and Earl is an IT guy. I mean, he just he knows all that stuff related to information technology, and he's able to do things with coding and other things like that and creation of certain things that organizations need. And quite frankly, that's not my thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not energized from that. Earl will have a conversation with you, and hopefully he's listening. He'll have a conversation with you about that stuff, and he's excited. And I'm looking at him like, okay, my eyes are getting ready to gloss over here, and it can be a challenge in that way. But if you are staffing, then certainly you're going to need that sort of expertise. So you staff accordingly, and it needs to be written into the plan. One more thing before I transition and and give my wife the mic. You have to also think about this. If your business plan only calls for you to carry out the company's mission, what's going to happen if something happens to you? Immediately, Profits will go down immediately. The company will be placed at risk, all those different things. So you definitely have to make sure in your company overview, you have a staffing component. Honey, you were getting ready to say something. This probably will um, be the next topic of our show, but you said shooting yourself in the foot by not having staff. Um, You have to share Share your business. If it's something good and profitable and it's going to be successful, share it. If you keep it all to yourself, like you said, and something happens to you, one, it doesn't come into fruition, or two, uh, you don't get feedback. So if you go out there and you do something and, God forbid, you fail, you can't blame anybody because you didn't share or get feedback. And so, you know, when you share your stuff, make sure you trademark it, though, so that way somebody doesn't take your idea and then run off with it. And that's why I said it might be another uh, topic show. But I, I so feel you on that, shooting yourself in the foot. You can't be a solopreneur when you're trying to be an entrepreneur. You can work solo mm-hmm. on certain projects and things like that. But to be an entrepreneur and be able to get out there, you have to bounce ideas off of people. You know, I really like that. And I know we got to take a break here. But the way you just said that, I mean, you, can, you can't say you want to be a solopreneur And then operate as an entrepreneur because at the end of the day, they are two different things. I mean, if you're a solopreneur, that's right. You're building this thing solely around you. And at the end of the day, you know, it's going to rise and fall upon you. But if you are talking about building something and then possibly even selling it, okay, and then starting a new venture as an entrepreneur, then you have to think along those lines. Now, before we transition, You know, one thing that we didn't have a chance to talk about with Company Overview are strategic alliances. When we come back from break, I want to unpack that a little bit because strategic alliances are crucial in order to be able to allow the company to move forward. The more you partner with others to help you get your messaging out about your product, your brand, the greater your ability to succeed. So that's something that we'll talk about when we come back from break. And I just want to say, everybody, thank you for making sure you uh, stay connected with us. Uh, We just we truly appreciate you. And we love the uh, notes and some of the different emails that we receive from time to time. Stay connected with us and we'll be right back after this. Put your makeup on, get your nails done, curl your hair, run the extra mile, keep it slim, so they like you, so they like you. 
Put your sexy on, don't be shy, girl. Take it off. This is what you want to belong. So I like you. Do you like you? You don't have to try so hard. You don't have to give it all away. You just have to get up, get up, get up, get up. You don't have to change a single thing. You don't have to try, 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 try. You don't have to try, 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 try. You don't have to try, 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 try. You don't have to try. You don't have to try. Shopping on at the mall, next to credit cards. You don't have to choose, buy it all. So they like you. Do they like you? Wait a second, why should you care what they think of you when you're all alone by yourself? Do you like you? Do you like you? You don't have to try. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Discover the Leader in You with your host, Dr. Jason, and myself, Mariti Carthen. We're talking about the anatomy of a business plan. Do you have what it takes to succeed? Before we went to break, we were talking about team management, um, also the advisory board and the board of directors and staffing and how important it is for your business plan. We also segued it out with uh, Kobe Collette and Try, and that is a special dedication to a special birthday girl that is coming up, Miss Naya Elise Carthen. Our big girl will be turning 12, and before I turn the show over to her father to say a few words about her, 
I just want to keep you guys all encouraged and focused on your business plans and advise you to uh, reach out to us if you have any questions or concerns at www.jasoncarthon.com. We are here to help. All right. Good stuff. Hey, I could not have uh, asked for a better segue than that. Thank you, honey. You know, and again, you know, my wife already shared, but just a shout out to my daughter, Naya Elise. Amazing young lady. Her birthday is coming up on Tuesday. Just an amazing young lady. So love you, honey. Hey, so we have been talking about the idea of this business plan. And really, do you have what it takes to succeed? And we had transitioned there, but before we had done that, we were talking about the idea of strategic alliances. And, you know, again, the more you can partner with others that may have uh, similarities in terms of uh, their business plans and how you can actually work with one another and really have some uh, synergistic efforts, there's a greater likelihood of success or greater success for both of you when you're able to do that. So you really need to uh, make sure you are cultivating strategic alliances. You're looking for others that have some similarities or they may provide a specific product that is something that can accompany what you're doing, uh, maybe in terms of service or vice versa. They may be a service uh, oriented organization and you have a product that you can provide to them and it will really work well for both of you. So transitioning now and obviously everyone that's listening, we're going to have to do another show <laughs> related to this because we did not even make it through all of the items that we have to uh, talk about when we're dealing with this business plan piece. So, but let's, let's segue to product and service strategy. Now that is exactly how it sounds. If you are going to be providing a product or a service, you have to have a strategy related to that. Now just press the pause button for a second there. If you are an individual and I'll just I'll give you a great example. Derek just mentioned this. He said, hey, there's some things that I want to do. There's some things I want to provide. And immediately my mind began to think about, well, what did he what did he want to do with these things? He had mentioned a website. He had mentioned uh, a, a niche market. And one of the things that you have to remember if you're going to move forward for your organization, you have to figure out what your USP is. That is your unique selling proposition. What is Derek going to provide that is very unique that's going to create a certain demand for what he is putting out there? So when you start figuring out your product and your service strategy, let's ask some questions. Physical or logical description of what you're going to do. That's one of the first things you're going to have to make sure you understand. Okay. You're going to have to be able to say, okay, these are some things that I'm going to provide. All right. If it is a product, give us that description. What, what does it look like? Are you going to, are you going to uh, really impact a certain pain that I have? And when I say pain, I don't mean a physical pain. I mean, in terms of a need, that may be out there. So if you have a product that's related to that, what is the description? So for example, and Derek, I'm just going to keep using you. You're getting free advice, man. But <laughs> here's the thing. If you are in a place and you need to describe it, you're able to say right out of the gate, hey, this product or service is going to immediately alleviate the stress related to logistical uh, demands upon your business. That's just an example of what it could be. If you are trying to create something that's related to a service strategy and you need a uh, description for that. So you're going to say, hey, we are in business to provide 
uh, strategic uh, logistical operations for your company or organization. These are things that will give you an immediate description of what your product or your service strategy is going to be. Now, I just threw some of those things out there, but if you are sitting down with your business plan and you have somebody on the outside helping you, then we're actually going to come together, we'll sit down, and we'll figure out what exactly these descriptors should look like and how they should sound and how it's going to address not only your unique selling proposition, but how it's going to address your potential customer's pain. Because those are the things, let me share this, you're not going to be in business long if you are not addressing your customer's pain or their needs. Those are the things that you really have to be intentional with. So as you're crafting your business plan, as you're figuring out those things that you want to do in order to carry forward your organization, you have to understand what the market needs. You have to understand what your customers need, and you have to be intentional in addressing those pains that they have. And you do that through your product or your service strategy. Okay. Now, also related to that, features and benefits. So Derek, some of the things that you mentioned on break, hey, you have to be intentional about really unpacking what are some of these features that you're going to provide. If you're doing voiceovers, for example, you got a strong husky voice. So if you're going to do that, then there's a niche market out there that you're going to have to address. Obviously, you don't want to address uh, uh, maybe a part of the market that doesn't require someone to have that type of strong, gruff voice in that way. So you're going to align your efforts and your features and benefits of your products and services to a very specific market in that way. So you have to figure these things out on the front side. And that's why it's so important as you're crafting that business plan to be intentional with it, think through things. That's why we mentioned earlier, you need other people to give you feedback and input. And then another component of that is what we alluded to already what the market needs, okay? You cannot create and craft products and service strategy without understanding a little bit about what the market needs. And I say a little bit, actually quite a bit. You have to figure out exactly uh, what is going to be your sweet spot in terms of what you're gonna provide. Now, along with that, before we run out of time, product life cycles, okay? If you have decided to put together something that may have worked well in fourth quarter of 2014. It may not work as well in third quarter 2015 or 16. So you have to figure out product life cycles, whether or not you're going to be able to continue on with what you wanted to accomplish with a very specific product or service uh, strategy. Everything has a shelf time and you have to be intentional with your ongoing research and development. That's the next component we were going to talk about there. When you are doing market research and understanding product development based upon in-house feedback, if you're doing surveys from your customers and they're telling you, hey, these are some things that we're bumping into now. Last year wasn't an issue, but this year it is, okay? Your research and development department should be uh, really ferreting out next steps, next big idea, what are things we're gonna be working on, And if you're an entrepreneur or solopreneur, you're that research and development department. So you need to be thinking about those things. All right, everybody. Well, (laughs) we we are pretty much out of time. And, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about uh, four other items. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to make a promise to you. We'll come back next week 
and we'll talk about the remaining components. If you did not have a chance to listen to all of the show, please make sure you navigate to jasoncarthon.com. Make sure that you can listen to the replay, download it on iTunes. And also, if you did not have the opportunity to do that, then go ahead and get the app. You can get it right from the iTunes store or the Google Play store and make sure you can listen there as well. My beautiful bride, are you going to segue us out? We've got about 20 seconds. We hope you've all enjoyed the show. Write down your questions and call us next week and we'll answer them online. Perfect. Have a great weekend, everyone. All right. Very good. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Until next week. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you. If you would like to be a sponsor for Discover the Leader in You, call Scott Souza at 1-440-552-2995. That's 1-440-552-2995.